The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik Show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Everybody and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon. Hi, lovely Sharon. Hi. How are you? Lovely Joel. Super Joel. Oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. I'm sorry. Super Joel. Co- code name <laughs> Mr. Bricks. B-R-I-X. Like the Bricks Cups. Uh, Bricks Cups are these two-part cups used to measure soda output, soda syrup versus the soda water. Okay. My code name, my code name, Mr. Bricks, because I mix well with everything. (gasps) That's so (laughs) wonderful. So welcome to the program. We are found at the following location on the World Wide, Wide Web. www.jmtalk.net. That's where you can find us. You can download the show. You can subscribe to the podcast. And why would you not? Right. I you mean, can listen live right there. And if and if you want, you can listen to the 24-7 stream. How awesome is that? Right. I want to hear from listeners who... Do listen to us 24-7. <laughs> I want to hear from them. Yeah, I want to hear from them, too, because that, that, that means they have no life. crazy. Yes, and they have no life, <laughs> and there's absolutely nothing else that entertains them on the internet anywhere from A to Z, and that's a real problem, I think. <laughs> So, oh my goodness! <laughs> all, otherwise, all, around the world and on social media, you can find us at Facebook at JM Talk and on Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Plus, Plus, Sharon's on Twitter. I am JM Talk Sharon, right? Isn't that what we did? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So go over and follow her, and um, you know, yeah, we'll, just don't stalk me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get her used to just posting. And and yeah. and hooking up with some people and stuff. So, but but here's what happens. So after <laughs> after the show drops on a Sunday, right. and we're done dinner and everything's finished and uh-huh. the security system has been walked and all that, <laughs> then what I do is I sit down on the couch and I go, "Hi, security system." Can I see your phone, honey? <laughs> and she knows what that means. <laughs> it, it uh, I do, and that just means that he I am posting. That means you're posting, right? I, I'm sure. posting, correct. Absolutely. Uh, I guess that's what it means. <laughs> so that's how you can reach out to us. Also, you can drop us an email if you'd like at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So I wanted to start out uh, tonight. I wanted to talk about the wah, 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 the No, not the wah, The wah, wah, I'd like to talk about the wah, wah down the street if they would ever get it done. But no, I want to talk about the wildfires in California again. Yeah. And what I wanted to say about that, and I'll be talking about them later on on the program as well in the, uh, in the third segment, the home stretch. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of places accepting donations 
Yeah. To help aid those affected by the wildfires. Just be careful, please. That's exactly my point when you get out of my head I for two know. seconds. Two seconds. Can you no, please camp I out somewhere there. else? Nope. Ain't going to happen. What I wanted to say is, yes, what you said. Be cautious who you're donating to. The American right. Red Cross, for instance, and I've... Listen, it's I, reputable. They are. I worked with them, sure however. that they're reputable. I worked with them, however. However, what? What you want to make sure is, is that it's an organization you're donating to where most of the money is going towards the effort. Yeah. And if you can, like, how can you find out? You just do some research on. I'm just saying, like, me, I guess I would donate to someone who is reputable yeah you just said that i know i just said explain that, yourself mean, all right um the guy on a corner holding a sign please donate to the mom right that's pretty reputable because <laughs> he's standing right there right in my face no but i you hear all these people coming up with scams sorry about my voice i just came from a birthday party but um the, these scams that these people, like, they stay up night after night after night thinking of ways to scam you out of your money. And successful, too, because a lot of times yeah. they work. Yeah, So, yeah, so the two two parts of what we're discussing here. One is you want to make sure you're donating to a reputable company exactly. that uh, is going to make sure that the money is going towards the effort. There are some, there are some companies, okay, there are some charities mm -hmm. where they have high quote-unquote administrative costs yeah and their ceos make in excess of anywhere from one to 15 million dollars a right. year salary right that's not a charity no. you know so that's what you want to be careful of. the other thing is absolutely when these disasters sad as they are surface <clears throat> so do the scammers that find ways to make you believe you're donating your money to the effort Right. And they will send you emails and send you to websites disguised to look like the real charity, etc., yep. etc. So, et so you want to be careful of these things. You truly, truly do. I yeah, I have you know I have in in during my education, um, I've learned how to look at a company's. Um, bottom line. Right. Okay. And that is scrolling all the way down to the bottom of the web page. Okay. And you go into their, their, the company's, um, how they act, how they interact. Right. With people, you know, and you can find out their list of investors and so on and so forth. So I have learned, you know. Yeah, there are ways to find out. Yeah. But, so I just wanted to tell everybody, that's how you find out. Yeah. You Scroll can, down to the bottom of the page. And you can find out a lot just by clicking the about. Let me, and and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, share, yeah. I'll share something with you. I have to eat a little crow here, but I'll share something with you. Last week's Wombat of the Week, I found out the day after the show dropped. The website that this that was the source right. turned out to be a satirical website. So, and, and, I, and I got a couple of people that really enjoyed the Wombat of the Week last week. Right. Completely fabricated. What? And what I did was I went back 
and because it seemed really unrealistic to me mm-hmm. that somebody had sex with stuffed animals in a Target, you know. So I had to really look into this. Right. And so I went back to the source webpage and I went down and I hit about and it tells you that it's satire. Now, we had four submissions this week for Wombat of the Week. Right. Okay. Two of them, again, were satirical. So now I find myself having to hit that about button. Right. I mean, if it's not Fox News, NBC, MSN, if it's not one of them, I have to hit the about button and make sure that, that the freaking website is credible. Right. Otherwise, I'm just, I'm, I'm delivering crap to the listeners. Not crap. I mean, it's entertaining. I well, love, yeah, fa- yeah. I love real fake news. Like, you know, the funny, like, well, <laughs> listen, though, like the weekly, Wait a minute, what? the weekly world news, that kind real of stuff. Real fake I, news? <laughs> real fake news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy right. the satire news as right. much as the next guy, more so than the next guy. But, uh, so yeah, so, but that, so as Sharon said, all you got to just taking a quick look at a couple of things and you right. can make the discerning effort yourself whether this is the company you should be putting your money to right okay i do generally agree with you the red cross would be a good good one to donate to and they make it easy too right you yeah, can actually do. text something on your phone and boom 10 bucks out of your account yep. to the red cross so exactly. um but yeah so um but i don't like i don't want to send donations to just one place because um well maybe you maybe another place will send that like instead of just water another place will send them you know things for babies or right well you could what if you made a monetary donation to one right you made a monetary monetary donation one maybe you you make some physical donation of stuff because there'll be other charities that are shipping food and water yeah, and things out exactly. for the evacuees and for the first responders. Right. So, you know, and there you go. you know, everybody says, let's go ahead and make a donation to help these poor people that have been struck by this horrific event. Mm-hmm. But... What about the first responders? Right. And their families? Because, God forbid, they're pulled from their family to go put out these wildfires. Right. And God forbid something happens. And which I'll know it's later. That family. Later on know? in the show, I go really into depth with that, too. I'm going oh, okay. to go into depth and really talk about just that the first responders. Okay. Those people that do put Good. their life on the line. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So, it, 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 if you can fill a need for somebody, do so. And, <coughs> uh, you know, and, and, and prayers to everybody dealing with that out there. Um, so, great. I just want to start the show off by talking about that because this is the, we are coming into the season of, uh, it used to be the season of giving. Right. It's the season of scams as far as I'm concerned. Now, that might be the technology manager and me talking. Right. But. It is. <laughs> so, and speaking of which, you know, uh, we're in November now. I can't believe it. I Neither can I, but... I think we need to call the police. Just as predicted. Just as predicted. Halloween was over and bam! Christmas shows are upon I us. I just said I want to call the police. The police? Why? Because someone stole time from me. <laughs> That's crazy. So, so right away... 
the Christmas specials, the Christmas commercials. Today I was watching a football game, and all the retailers have their, com- their Christmas commercials up already. You know, with the jingle, 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 and the Christmas trees yeah, and the lights and the yeah. garland. Listen, I love Christmas more so than the next guy. But, <laughs> I, you know, there's got to be there's gotta be separation, right? There's got to be some sort of separation. I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, it can't be you give out candy, candy's over at 8 o'clock, and by 11 p.m. your tree's up. It can't be like that. Well, you know. Which, by the way, before, hold that thought. Hold on to it. Don't forget it. You're holding it. Hold that thought. I forgot last week to wish all of our listeners a Merry Hallow Thankmas. I forgot to do that. Get out of my head. Every year. darn it. Every year I have to wish them a Merry Hallow Thankmas. Come on. I will get the graphic up on social media. I'm sorry I'm late getting that up there this year. You want to talk about (laughs) being in someone's head. That is exactly the other day. That was the thought. That was. It really was. (laughs) Um, One day last week we went to... One of those arts and craft shops. We won't mention any any oh, Michael's names, yeah, but that's right, that's right. Yeah. And he, <laughs> there was somebody behind us trying to get a cart, and um, he was like, "Well, Mary, hello, thank Miss." Hello, thank Miss. And she just laughed and laughed. And laughed. I'm like a mushroom. I'm a fun guy. (laughs) Well, you are a fun guy. (laughs) And take it from me. (laughs) But no, in in all seriousness, it's getting ridiculous. Right. It really is. So just judging from the time and while we're on the subject of holiday things, and before we exit the first portion of the show... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a article about people putting uh, candy corn on pizzas and right. on cheese pizzas and putting yeah. them into the oven and baking them. You know, generally yeah. speaking, it's not that they were making this wasn't happening at pizza parlors, as far as I could tell. <laughs> yeah, right. But people were buying frozen pizzas and doing this thing. So uh, and it's still gross. Yeah, unbeknownst to the listener base, a listener. Uh, uh, had reached out to the show after that show and said that he was game to try it. So, um, so he did. And, yeah, uh, and it uh, was every bit of disgusting as, uh, uh, you know, we thought it would be. Right. I, I mean, he videoed everything. Yeah, he did it on video. He ate, he ate he, the pizza on video. The video will be featured later on this yes, evening. On, yes. Well, later on, later on after the show dropped. I just give away when we're doing a show. Yes, we're late. It's Sunday. We're doing a show. <laughs> So later tonight, the video will drop okay. of uh, of our new, as he as his, the self proclamation said, culinary correspondent of the Joel Mahalik show, Sean right. Goward. That is so exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. I, w- <laughs> I was really blown away, not by the fact that he actually put candy corn <laughs> on his pizza. That didn't blow me away. The fact that he's a listener. And said to us, hey, here I am. Right, right. I will do this for you. There's, there's no better, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, I mean, it, it, it's we love it. The fact oh, that the yeah, fans want to interact, that's amazing. And not only that, the other other thing that I was amazed, and I oh, think you were too, was other, other things? is that he was a natural behind that camera. He was, oh my goodness. It was almost like, 
he had his show on right. TV. Right. So or should have. So Sean he is was awesome. Sean is telling us that if there's any other weird food that needs to be tested, that's his thing. That and it really is. So it really is because he so, was amazing. So I don't want to give anything away. The video was it, it was funny. It was uh, and it was great. It was, first of all, it was just absolutely fantastic. Right. But it yeah. was very funny. I don't want to give anything away. I want you to check for it on Twitter and Facebook uh, later on after the show drops. You can post videos to Twitter. You, well, link. I well, you know, I know you can post a photo. So I don't know if a photo. Fo- I'm going to find out. I guess you will. Listen, I self-admit that I don't know a whole lot about marketing. What and and what I do. So you know, maybe a marketing expert's out there listening, and Ooh. they want to interact with the show. What? Bring it on! Right? We'll give you, um, we'll give free you. listening hours. You can <gasps> listen to us twenty-four-seven. We'll give you For the special free. link. <laughs> For free. Come on, people. So. So we will get the video posted, and you've got to check it out. And we can't thank Sean enough for doing it. Yeah, and we hope it, we actually it was do hope. So funny. We do hope that we get some more stuff from yeah. Sean. Uh, you can yeah. also find it on YouTube later on too. Oh, okay, yeah. but we're not promoting YouTube, are we? Uh, we we have a YouTube channel. I don't. Oh, okay, then yeah, yeah go I think YouTube. I, I think it's just Joel Mahalik. I mean, I think that <gasps> yeah, imagine that, right? It's branded. You know what, people. Help me. Don't say that you want a Sharon no. Mahalik channel. Help me. <laughs> Everything about this show is Joe Mahalik, Joe Mahalik. Featuring the lovely Sharon. Yeah, but what Have about another drink. Me? All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm getting myself a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, look for that. Thank you very much, Sean Garrett, our culinary correspondent. And correspondent. Cara, what? It's not Cara. I got to say Cora. You call me out about water, so I say water when I have to, when I need to. Right. But believe this mic goes off. It's water. You're going to be getting me a glass of water when the mic is shut off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We know who's from Philly. Proper diction when diction is necessary. Okay. Okay. After that, all Johns are off. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna. I, in fact, I'm a little parched. I do need a drink. So we're gonna step yeah, out of here. Too. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, what is on the agenda when we get back? Uh, we're gonna we're talk gonna find out. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Yes, some stuff. Right. We're gonna talk about some stuff and some things. There you go. Maybe right. a couple doohickeys. There you go. Don't go anywhere. Right. We're coming back right after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, nine twenty W O N, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 
484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to the Joe Mollick Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I appreciate you keeping the podcast button here with us uh, today. So um, I saw a commercial this week several times probably over the last few weeks, but it just occurred to me today that I wanted to talk about this. And I almost posted this on social media. I posted this little rant and I said, no, 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 no. No, no, I gotta talk. Yeah, leave talk, that for leave the that show. Leave that for the show. I want to talk about Burger King for a minute. What Burger yeah. King? You know, we used to love Burger King. Yeah, didn't we go there recently or no? I thought we stopped no, there recently for something. No. We didn't. Okay, I thought we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we did. I don't remember. We did used to love it. We did, and and now we're at Wendy's more often because we want a good burger. Right. And good service. And good anyway, service. but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is this commercial I, f- <laughs> I, I saw where they have the uh, the no beef Whopper. The you know it's, it's the plant based Whopper. You haven't seen this? No. Why am I the only one that has been seeing this? No. So they have this plant based Whopper. Okay. And my problem with that is so all right, it's a, oh it's a veggie whopper. it's a veggie whopper right yeah. okay so here's my problem you call it a plant based and you lost me that's because that's that's part of my rant that's what they're calling the they're calling it a plant based whopper no okay you if you listen if it if it's not a beef patty <laughs> you do not get the you don't have the right to call yourself a whopper exactly okay no you, you can't say. You know, here's a fruit-based Whopper. That's that's. Yeah, you fruity. can't say plant-based Whopper. You're a plant-based slab. Okay, you're a slab. Yeah, you're a slab sandwich. Hold the onion. Because <laughs> it's already in there. <laughs> I just don't buy into this. I'm not buying into this plant-based Whopper crap. Okay, and I and and listen. Let's be real for a second. Are you telling me that the people in this commercial... Now, first of all, we I've already blew the whistle last year on the show, or the year before, or in the old show, whatever. I blew the whistle on the... These are not paid actors. They're real people. No, they're not, because you're not allowed to do that. The, I know, The right? actors' union says, no, if you make a commercial, you're using an actor or actress. Right. So that's the rule. So you gonna tell me these people in there are like I didn't even realize if I bite into something that's not made of dead cow, I'll know that it's not beef. And then I'm gonna take the slab off the bun and slap the employee with it for lying to me. Okay, I didn't know it was beef. Okay. So I didn't know it was plant based. I didn't know it was made of Brussels sprouts and dryer lint. What? <laughs> I mean, what do they put in it? Ew. And if it's not beef, please tell me why when they're showing the video of them growing it, it's full of juices. Is that right? bird like piss? Re- what is Ew. that? I'm just trying to figure oh this out. God. I'm trying to decipher what a this plant-based slab wow, is because I will great. not call it a Whopper. Well, call it a Whopper. And we know see. there can't be grease on it, Sharon, because we know vegetarians. And we, they won't eat it if it's greasy. And we know these vegetarians have come to barbecues with us, 
brought their own plant-based slabs, <laughs> which, by the way, are gray in color. Right. And then they put them on a grill and no, nothing. Unless they use no. red food coloring. <laughs> there's no sizzle. There's no sound. Wow. And it just goes from gray to ash. And that's how you know what? it's done. So that thing, that that bait and switch on the commercial is not beef. And that's exactly what it is, a bait and switch. Right. Because guess what? Lemongrass does not sizzle and produce grease. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't. It's a plant-based slab. (laughs) That's what I'm going to... Hashtag plant-based slab, and I'll (laughs) bet your ass it'll be on Twitter tonight. Hashtag plant-based slab. Oh, my God. You need to Who are you fooling, Burger King, with your sizzles? Right? That's a (laughs) fake sizzle. (laughs) Fake sizzle, Burger King. Who's with me? I want to (laughs) hear. I mean, come on. I know. You didn't see that commercial? No, I really didn't. And not to, and listen, not to drag the horse out of the shed and beat it a little more, but our son-in-law had their cheesy tots the other day, and he said there was barely a taste of cheese in them. Ew. I mean, you know, so First of all, why would you order cheese? What is it? Cheese? Cheesy tots. Cheesy tots. Yeah. I told him the better thing to do would be to just get hash browns and get cheese and make your own at home. Exactly. You know? Because you can take them, mix a little egg with them, right? right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mix a little egg with the hash browns. And then you get like, you can buy like the, like they make the the string cheese cheddar now. So you can get the string cheese cheddar and cut cut a little like half inch. And you put that, surround it with the potato and egg, and make mm-hmm. a ball. Mm-hmm. And then you fry them up in a pan of oil, or if you have a a home type fryer, right, with a fryer, and you make exactly. your own cheesy tots. So, <sighs> you know what the problem is with fast food restaurants? What is the problem? The with problem fast with food fast food restaurants, lovely Sharon, is they put too much on the menus. Now diners are starting to do this too. And when uh-huh. we when we used to watch the um, the show with um, Ramsey, uh, where he would go in and tell you what's wrong at your restaurant. Gotcha, gotcha. Gordon Ramsey. Right. He would tell you what's wrong at your restaurant. He would always tell you you got too much on the menu. And I think sometimes I found myself looking at dino menus going, this is too much. You're trying to do too much. Right. You're a burger joint. You make burger and chicken sandwiches and maybe some chicken tenders. Right. Okay? <laughs> right. Stop with, uh, with the plant, uh, the, the whatever you want to call it, plant-based yeah. whopper. Right. A plant-based Anyway. Shh, keep it down. Maybe <laughs> children are listening. Where? Well, if they're up this time of night listening, I have to tell you a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I just I just had that little rant I wanted to talk about. All right. Um so but are you excited for the holidays? Um all right. Y'all are gonna think I'm crazy. However, I'm not going to think you're crazy because I know you're crazy. Hey, there's a difference. Be nice. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just about done my Christmas shopping. I'm glad to hear that. Right. I am glad to hear that. As the vice president of the household, I'm <laughs> happy to hear that. <laughs> Absolutely. I started in June. Wow. I did. I haven't. And then, like, whenever we would go to the store for whatever reason. And I see something that I think someone else would like. Right. I pick it up. 
I'm the same way. I'm and the, you know that. I'm at the dollar store getting like a jar of hey. nacho cheese. And, I, and I'm like, oh, there's a jar of relish. I would really like that. And I just, I grab it. Wow, so, you're you know. so thoughtful. <laughs> you're, 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 Here's you're, your jar of relish. You're getting, a, you're getting a horn of plenty filled with food. No, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I haven't even started on you. But see, and that's I'm the, the only one you have to buy for. Right. I was just going to say, get out of my head. I was just going to say, folks, this is uh, my job really is easy. It's easy and it's difficult. And let me explain. First of all, it's easy <laughs> because. Sharon does take care of the kids and the grandkids. Although, I do. although I, I did pick, I, I picked out two things for the grandson. So, oh yes, you did. And wow, and, and first then time in eight years. I only have to, I only have to take care of Sharon. I and listen, let me just say publicly, I do appreciate that. I really do. do you? It's just been kind of the way we did things. And yes, be, the before the grandkids, you took care of the, things. you took care of the kids, you took care of the girls. I appreciated that. And I only had to worry about you. So that's a good thing. The bad thing is, is Sharon follows up Christmas three days later with a birthday. (laughs) She is double dipping, y'all. I am loving it. She's double dipping. So it makes it very difficult. And then also I have another birthday. Of which I don't get anything for it. You get my undivided love and affection oh i knew you were going to say that well listen my love don't cost a thing (laughs) and that's why you give it so freely (laughs) so um so i know is that true i'm glad to hear you're done that's awesome i didn't say i was done i said i was done no whoa let roll the tape back roll the tape back i said i'm almost done there's no one in the control room (laughs) I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> See? No. <laughs> no, that didn't work. No, that like. didn't work out like that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're almost done. Yeah. You know. I am. And I wouldn't be had I waited till this time of year to do it. Well, that's the big trap. That's the big trap. I know. You know? Anyway. Anyway. And plus, you know, having to get the right thing for you, that, that puts me into a, a trap, too. I tell you every year what I want. Right. <laughs> and some years it's not possible. But anyway. Hmm. So, um, yes. So, Hallmark, or one of those flipping channels, has already started with the Christmas movies. On Listen, listen, listen. The first Christmas movie came on. The 30th of October. What? One day before Halloween. Okay. That's now, crazy. and you know. On Halloween, Right. And you know how this works, right? You know how this works. It's really, it's just one movie with like 30 different scripts. It's all the same thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have 10 original new movies right. this year. No, you don't. Right. How many times can I mean, you, you just changed the name. The Christmas jar, the Christmas truck, the Christmas song, the Christmas ranch, the Christmas, Christmas tree, shoes, the Christmas shoes, the Christmas eyeballs, the Christmas devil. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to be working on a list of like the 10 worst Christmas songs that, that were never made. Doesn't that sound exciting? Oh, wow. That were never made. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, listen, sat- a satirical list. Yeah. Yeah. So. Of songs that were never made. Christmas songs that were never made. Wow. And maybe should not be made. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. 
But yeah, so the Christmas movies have started. The Christmas commercials have started. The Christmas chatter all over social media has started. And the stores are all decorated up. Right, and that was like... I can only verify, because I don't go out much, folks. I can only verify one to two weeks prior to Halloween seeing the first Christmas right. section in a yeah. store. Because I just right. don't go to department stores or stuff like that, you know. Um, and, uh, and also, for people in Delaware who are listening, Kmarts are closing some Kmarts down. <gasps> oh, my You gosh. have to be careful. Yeah. That's like 80% off after they put 40% markup on it. So it's not re- the sales, not really all that. Oh my! Yeah, we were walking through a Kmart that closing its doors and shutting you down, and they jacked up the prices just to put them on. Because the 70, 60, 70, off. and eighty percent off clothing and stuff like that, there is no way those prices. I know. You know, for that one appliance that was marked down like seventy percent, no way you could buy it cheaper. Right. At Macy's, <laughs> without a sale, <laughs> right? So, be, you know, be careful with that. And you know, it's not just us. We're not the only ones that made that observation, right? Yeah. In Pe- Kmart, we ran into other couples who were making the same assumptions. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's all you heard that's when right. you said hi to someone. Hey, how you doing? Oh, uh, horrible! They jacked up the prices you just sound, to you sound like lower someone them. I know. You're, you're sounding like someone I know there. Who? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, yes. So be wary of that uh, if you're visiting Kmart. And I don't know if Kmart's are closing down like all over the place or if it's just... Because Sears owns them, right? Yeah. Maybe Sears must not be doing very good. Sears, a couple years ago, they no, closed Kmart down... Kmart bought Sears. I thought Sears bought Kmart yeah, and pulled them out of the I cellar. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And someone was like, no, no, no. Uh, Kmart bought Sears. Yep. I'll show you. Well, being that we're in November now, we on the next podcast coming up uh, starting next week, we have to start talking about some Thanksgiving stuff, uh-huh. uh, including maybe sharing some recipes. And even maybe we can entice uh, Sean Goward to do a Thanksgiving video, a food video for Thanksgiving. Who knows? Yeah. But um, and then also, of course, after Thanksgiving, immediately after Thanksgiving is Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So I'd be interested to have discussion about that as well because I wonder, as the uh, as things get worse and worse out there, and so what amazes me is that people still go shopping at the rate that they still go shopping because I don't. Right. Okay. I don't. I order my stuff for Sharon online. Have it delivered to my work. Boom. I'm done. I don't go out and face those Black Friday crowds. I know. Even a couple years ago, you went out with the girls one Black Friday night. And I, I was, did. Now oh I don't. I, I don't see you doing that now. No. But I don't know how people put up with that. I don't know how we continue to allow a holiday like that to interfere with our family time. I don't get it. So I'm interested to see, right. um, maybe see if we can find some numbers and see just how many people are shopping versus uh, online shopping. Um, because then with the growth in the online shopping industry, there has been logistical problems with a lot of the vendors, namely Amazon. There's been all kinds of logistical screw-ups with, okay. with Amazon. So you have this, this side of it taken off. But if you can't logistically deliver your product correctly, right. you know. All right. So um, 
back in November 17, 2004, Kmart acquired Sears in a 11 billion, that's a billion with a B. Wow. Deal. 11 billion dollars. 11 billion dollars. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so. Isn't that amazing? The amount of money thrown around? I know. While the rest of us middle class people struggle? Right? Who was it? Um, um, somebody just. Fitbit. Yeah. Who bought the Fitbit? Amazon. I don't know if it, I was, think it Amazon. was Amazon. Somebody bought Fit. Look that up real quick. Somebody bought I Fitbit am. for $2.1 billion. $2.1 billion. Somebody's having a really nice Christmas this year. Because that's a lot of money for the Fitbit. Now, of course, they'll probably incorporate. Maybe if it was Amazon, that means they'll incorporate it with A-L-E-X-A. Yeah. So, who was it? Do you see? Um, <laughs> it comes up. You don't look on Amazon. Don't pour right. over me. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So just say, uh, who bought Fitbit? I'm looking. Alexa, who purchased Fitbit? See what she says. It's not helping me at all. Thank, thanks for nothing. <laughs> she told me right. where they were. Who cares where they are? All right. It's a shame. It came across my timeline yesterday. Um, I didn't bother saving heard. it. So, but yeah, that amazes me the way uh, those companies just, you know, Hotmail was the same thing way back. I think it was two college kids that invented Hotmail, and they let it go to Microsoft for a pretty heavy payday. And look what Microsoft's done with it. I mean, they just throw it into the basket with the rest of their right. their one mail thing, and uh, done. So, yeah, so... So, yeah, I'm pretty positive it was Amazon. Okay. Well, if you're wrong, so, someone will like, call you on it. What? Someone will call you on it. Okay, so if I'm wrong, give the, us a call at 302... 985. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway. I wouldn't give you my number. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so as we approach Thanksgiving, uh, we'll start talking about that kind of stuff, and we'll, yep. we'll we'll try to stay away from, uh, we'll try to stay away from Christmas, but you know what's going to start happening right now? Christmas wombats are going to start coming out of the woodwork. Oh I recall God, last I year, I was like, I'm not going to have any wombats this time of year, and there were plenty of holiday wombats. Right. Coming out of the woodwork, Tons. so we'll have plenty of them. Speaking of Wombat, coming up in the next segment of the show here after the break, we have the new Wombat of the Week. We also have a new Hero to Honor. And one last thing, all coming up uh, when we return. Uh, in the meantime, Sharon's going to say goodbye because she's going to go cook some chili. Say goodbye. There you go. Thank you, lovely Sharon. Oh, it was my pleasure. That was our pleasure. No, no, no. It was my pleasure. And for the rest of you listening at home, stay tuned. I'll be back with the third stretch of the show right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. 
why we need your donations? Welcome back, folks, to part three of the Joel Mahalik Show. This is what we call the final stretch of the show, if you will. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, the lovely Sharon is off making the world's greatest chili. And I would volunteer her into a cook-off against almost anybody with her chili. So uh, she's uh, off doing that. And um, here we go uh, with the final stretch. In this final stretch, we'd like to talk to uh, we'd like to talk to we like to talk to nobody. I'm talking to you. That's what's going on. We talk about uh, Wombat of the Week. We honor some heroes, and we tell you how to get involved in both of those scenarios. And um, and if there's time, one last thing. Uh, there may not be time for one last thing or maybe we can call this one last thing i just wanted to i just want to put out there you know what maybe i will maybe i will suspend i okay we'll try to get the one last thing all right so uh without further ado let me tell you about the wombat of the week because you can get involved in uh the wombat of the week here on the program and this is how it's done all you need to do is send us a news story of stupid people doing stupid things and you can send that news story to joelmaholicradio at, at gmail.com. There goes the alarm system. There goes the alarm system, folks. Relax. There is nothing to fear. That is Molly taking care of making sure we're safe here in the studio. Thank you very much, Molly. <laughs> okay, so if you want to get involved in Wombat of the Week, as I said, send a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also send that to us at wombat at joelmaholic.com either address will get the story in the right place and um and that's how you can get your story heard or put on the wombat of the week and of course we do feel like we're going to be doing an annual winner out of all the submissions that we talked about this year on the program so without further ado this week is about a kansas man who takes uh, a joy ride through his neighborhood not usually a big deal right taking a joy ride through your neighborhood everybody likes to do it especially at christmas time to look at christmas lights but this guy does it on a construction excavator yes allegedly leaving properties damaged and police officers endangered in his wake this Kansas man was arrested on uh, last Sunday according to officials Shane Funk age 46 was caught riding the large piece of machinery through the Oakland neighborhood of Topeka early Sunday morning, according to police who responded to the scene. Authorities had received the call about a suspicious vehicle. Several homes in the area were evacuated as a safety precaution as Funk allegedly rode the excavator through the neighborhood. Funk 46 allegedly rode the construction equipment uh, through the neighborhood, and investigators uh, tried to stop Funk, but were unsuccessful. And so ultimately, uh, responding officers had to shoot Mr. Funk with non-lethal beanbag pellets to get him to stop driving the excavator. Funk was treated for minor injuries and taken into custody for a slew of charges, including criminal property damage, attempting to flee police, and aggravated assault of a law enforcement officer. Uh, so, yeah... Um, as of Tuesday, this past Tuesday, he was being held in lieu of $75,000 bond 
and other separate bonds totaling $3,000 for outstanding warrants. So as of the news time of the post, we don't know how much damage he caused, but listen, let's talk about this for a second. You're 46 years old. You should know better than to get on an excavator and go joyriding. Let's back that up a second. You're 46. You should know better than to touch something that doesn't belong to you. It, I'm appalled all the time at how people find it their right to touch something that doesn't belong to them and steal things, uh, take things that aren't yours. In this case, the excavator. Who allowed you to get on that excavator and take that and do that? And I have to assume, although the story doesn't say that there must have been drugs or alcohol involved, because when the police show up and order you to stop, what makes you not do that? I mean, you know, we, we, we've talked about stories before, and there's all kinds of controversy of, uh, you know, and every time you turn around, there's the, the, there's the war on law enforcement, you know, where, um, you know, um, someone always has something to say about when police officers have to use excessive force, whether it's right or not, even when it's justified, there are people that want to make a federal case about it. And for me, it always comes back to, why don't you listen to the police officer? I have a really great idea for you. If you listen to what the police officer says, you probably won't get hurt. You probably won't have more charges on you beyond what it is you're being questioned by the police officers for or whatever i mean listen that's the way i was brought up you respect police officers yes sir no sir and if you feel the police officer is wrong that is what the court system is for you schedule an appointment with the courts you schedule your time in court you have the police officer come there and you challenge him in a court of law but while he is addressing you while he has you stopped or if you're being a wombat and doing something like this and you're told to stop, to cease what you're doing, to get down off that excavator, God damn it, you do it. That's what you do. And the chances are you don't get in any more trouble than you already are. That's what the chances have gone very high up. That you do not get in trouble Beyond whatever dumbass trouble you're in now. So what did this guy get? He gets extra charges. He gets shot with beanbags. Which I don't imagine feel good. I do not imagine a beanbag shot to the body uh, feels good. I'm going to go with a big no on that one. So for whatever purpose... For whatever reason that has happened this week, Shane Funk, age 46, is the wombat of the week here on the Joel Mahalik Show. And uh, and I guess I should say thank you to him for lending his stupidity to us. And hopefully he's learned something from this. And hopefully, um, you know, he becomes a better human being after that. But in the meantime, here's your crown. So there you have it. Now... Moving on, folks, to the uh, Honor Thy Heroes segment uh, on Twitter. It's hashtag Honor Thy Heroes. And uh, each week we look for the same thing. We're out there looking uh, for heroes to honor. 
Uh, we're out there looking for everyday heroes. They don't have to wear a badge and a uniform. And we're looking for you to, do this, to submit stories if you have uh, such stories to share. Uh, one thing, uh, we can go through uh, the internet and the news sites and all and get, say, a certain amount. But the thing is, there's a lot of local small community papers out there that in a blink of an eye would honor local heroes. And they're the type of heroes, we'll take them as well. And so we can't get those stories as readily as we can, whatever really makes it out on the bigger circuit. So if you're a first-time listener, if you have a community newspaper, and, uh, and you have a uh, everyday hero, uniform or not, that you'd like to have featured on the program, then you can do the same thing. Send us the link to the email. Send us the link to the, send us the link to the news story at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Uh, or you can also send it uh, uh, across Facebook. Our Facebook tag is at JM Talk. So there you have that. Now, Basically, as mentioned earlier in the program, we were talking about the uh, the wildfires in California, again, as usual. Um, it's a shame you have to say that, right? As usual. There's wildfires in California. Well, what else is new? I mean, it's sad to say. But um, what I did want to mention uh, for the heroes this week is obviously all the firefighters and first responders that put themselves at risk fighting these wildfires. These are no joke. Fighting a wildfire is much different from fighting a house fire or a building fire, some sort of structure fire. Um, you know, wind and weather uh, always plays a part when you're dealing with a fire. Always plays a part. But what you have to realize is, is when that is a wildfire in the brush, in the woods, in the just out there, the wind and the weather affect it in a much more deadly way. And so the firefighters and the first responders that are out there trying to contain and control these wildfires are at much more risk, in my opinion. I'll add in my opinion because somebody could come out next week and have a bunch of facts, uh, throw a bunch of facts at me about how it's there's no difference or whatever. But in my opinion, the stakes are higher. Imagine what wind and weather can do in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. And take a building fire. If you have a building fire and it has concrete walls, at some point the fire stops. It can't go any further if it can't get past that concrete. And of course that depends also on what the what's burning. But in a wildfire... Think of how fast you can be overcome when you're in the brush fighting a brush fire. And it's pretty, it's much more serious. I'm going to go with it's much more serious. And I'm going to honor all of these first responders this week who are working every day on these wildfires. And I can't point anybody out in particular. You know why? Because besides the local departments, besides the hot shots that come out, there are departments that send people from all over the country. When I was a firefighter before, we used to send people. So people come in from all over the country, different departments. That way there's some relief and there's some help. Okay, it's called mutual aid. 
And so from top to bottom, side to side, coast to coast, all the first responders that are in one way or the other dealing with these wildfires, I say we honor you. And we pray for you that you continue to be able to knock the beast down and stay safe from harm. Uh, you know, it, it's these are the people every day who put their lives on the line. And especially out there, you're putting your lives on the line for other people, for property, you know, for the environment. I mean, that's a that that's a tall order. That is a tall order to fill. So I say all the firefighters, police, first responders, the dispatchers, the uh, the utility companies, anybody and everybody who's involved, one way or another, we honor you this week in your pursuit to bring the wildfires under control. And we wish you Godspeed on getting that done. So remember, folks, send in your stories, your heroes to us at Joel Mahalik Radio at Ray... I, joelmahalikradio at gmail.com I have so many email addresses I'm ready to spew out almost every email address I have trying to do this right <laughs> which brings me to one last thing I'll tell you why I'm so tongue-tied so uh, uh, prior to firing off the program uh, doing some work on the car on the truck uh, it's a it's an 03 truck and uh, I you know uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this uh, I find it hard to trust mechanics I'm sorry I do <laughs> so I like to do all most if not all of the work myself or with you know friends uh, who know more than me and thank you very much to these friends and family who know more than me and help me out but I like to do that but you know what I'm realizing is and I know this to be fact I know as a fact proven fact that I'm not as young as I once was. That's fact. If you ever need justification of such a statement, okay, go work on your car. Go climb up and down off the ground. Slide in and out from underneath on the ground. Wearing layers so you hopefully hopefully do not get sick because the wind is blowing at 30 miles per hour. If you need validation that you are not young, go work on your car or truck. Because it hurts, I'm a, I'm, I'm tongue tied. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused today. I'm not gonna lie. I only had one cup of coffee, so maybe I'm a little cranky at the same time. And then I'm mincing words. Basically, I sound like I'm drunk sometimes, but I'm not. I promise you. And if you know me as you know me, if you know me the way you know me, then you know that I'm definitely not drunk. <laughs> So, but yeah, what a pain in the neck. And here's what, here's the bad part about it. So I, I was working uh, with my son-in-law on my exhaust. Here's all I had to do. The tailpipe several months ago rusted off. And then it got really loud because the muffler was coming apart. So all I had to do was take the clamp off, take the muffler off, put the new parts on. So it took three hours to get a muffler off and 15 minutes to put a new muffler and tailpipe on. Crazy, right? And no, before you ask or suggest or write in, it was not welded. 
it wasn't welded. Uh, that was one of the first concerns I had possibly that it was welded. It was not welded. It was just clamped. Uh, who knows how long though. And it was just, what a beast. And we beat the hell out of that muffler. That muffler is uh, pretty much non-existent. Uh, the old one. Uh, you know, it's just amazing what we had to go through. So actually, some some other unsung, un, unsung heroes, I should mention, are the people that work in these shops. And you know why it takes you three or four hours to work on a, on an exhaust and it takes, say, Meineke, for, for example. See, I'm getting words mixed up. For example, Meineke, five minutes. Because guess what? When you go to a shop, they have all these adapters and pipes and all these different things, and they just, they just saw through your pipe and they just fix it with an adapter. That's it. Things that you can't do in the driveway unless you literally have every single tool known to mankind. And although I know somebody very close to me who probably has 98% of every tool ever made, he doesn't have the other 2%. And so that's why they can do it much quicker. They're just sawing through the pipe and they'll figure it out with an adapter and a clamp or a weld. You know? And then they charge you an arm and leg for it. You know, first of all, I mean, I got my parts at cost. You can't take your parts into a garage, folks, and ask somebody to put them on. You'll find very few garages that will do that. So you're at the mercy of having to go in with and, and get everything from them. And when I price the parts, when I get parts pricing from having the job done by a garage, the parts, for some reason, are three times as much money. But I get it. I, I, I get markup. I don't get fleecing. But anyway, back to my one last thing point. You need validation on how old you really are. Go work on your car. Go do your exhaust system on your car or truck. Let me know how you feel after that. Meanwhile, I want to thank everybody for listening to the program this week. We're really glad you came back. Uh, if you have anything you want to share or have shared on the program, you can just drop us a line at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or remember, visit the website at www.jmtalk.net. We are at Facebook at JM Talk. We're at Twitter and Instagram, JM Talk Radio. And uh, also, Sharon is on Twitter now at JM Talk Sharon. I believe that's what it is. Uh, meanwhile, be good to each other, please. Okay, the world would be a much better place if you're all good to each other. And if you're out and about, pick up three pieces of trash. We'll see you next time on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Have a good week.